All right, everybody. Welcome back to All Opinions, No F***s. This is Preston. And Brennan. And we have our guest once again, Trenton. All right, everybody. Enjoy. I don't know. Let's just start It's because you had to fucking go to the bathroom. I know, right? Well. It's because of my old man bladder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did no, two beers. So I, pissing break. I, I think we were talking about really like artificial intelligence and like oh, yeah, we where humanity is going as a whole. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we were talking about um, the de-evolution of mankind and replacing genetic evolution with societal and technological evolution. So they're, I forget who I was listening to, but they were saying that, okay, so think of if editing your genome, let's say you're about to have a kid and we get to the point where we can take the DNA of your kid and we can remove imperfections. Let's say they were going to have a genital defect or right. something like that. Yeah. Congenital. Right. Uh, we would remove that. We want them to be healthy, whatever. And then it gets to the point where not only are we removing things that are negative, but maybe what if you want your kid to be six foot two and you want them to be athletic and maybe you don't want them to be introverted. Or you want them to be blonde haired and blue eyed. Right, exactly. Well, and that's part yeah. of it. Yeah. That's part of it. So when people are making those decisions, who would have the monetary ability, the the um, you know the affluence in order to be able to afford to make those decisions for their children? Right, and, and because you, can, you know that's going to be the extra stuff. The the um, aesthetic stuff is going to be the extras. The right, cosmetic. and that's going to be yeah. yeah, it's going to be like cosmetic surgery. Right. you know, it's like elective. It's like we're required by law to get rid of birth defects, but if you want your son to be attractive and if you want your son to be outgoing, well, right. that, that's going to cost you. Right, exactly. And I went over here just trying to get a flu shot. <laughs> Fuck flu shots, Fuck, Steve. he's immune to, genetically immune to the flu. How about that? Yeah, no, and we could entirely do that. Yeah. Right. And, and then that person, even if they, they're not this... matching with somebody that has had that done to them, their kids will now have that genetic superiority or that or at genetic... least they'll be more likely to for sure right right i guess could they make them all dominant genes maybe i mean if we can do that much maybe we can make genes dominant where the they used to be recessive theoretically yeah i never yeah. thought about that interesting yeah. that's an interesting uh side of it so then make all genes dominant well that... all the good genes all the genes, all the good all the genes, genes that you modified good yeah. genes yeah. But but then it's like what genes are good genes like right. the same yeah, thing that's, 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 that's where that's where that's where I was going with that yeah that's, right. that's where it gets hazy right. what then, what happens if I like to be five nine dude okay said and, no one ever no, every, I'm yeah and everybody's everybody's six foot two right yeah. is yeah. being six foot two even special anymore now yeah. that everybody's yeah. six foot two oh now the being tall means you're six foot nine. Yeah. So now everybody's six foot nine. So now we're freaks. seven foot three. <laughs> you know, it's like a genetic arms race to to like differentiate yourself. But you know what? Then we like with out. capitalism. Like yeah. imagine putting our genes through capitalism. Oh my as god, much it'd as be you a nightmare. With capitalism, imagine all of those flaws, but with our genetic code. Yeah, it'd be horrible. Well, yeah, but no, then, yeah, you fi- then you find out eight feet, eight foot tall people die at thirty. So we go back to super short people again, and then they're the superior ones. Right. Yeah, what's right. yeah? What's that uh, Dr. Seuss book with like the stars and the, the the birds that have like the stars on their chest and then the nah, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Cut. No. And most people that knew Dr. Seuss will know what I'm talking about. Maybe uh. Anyway, yeah. I mean, where's the line? Who decides the line? Um, right. Where does it well, become unethical? I don't know. Right. Is there some right. Crazy... But again, this goes back to the capitalism talk that we talked about prior. The bottom line is those with money get to play with all these leisurely topics. And um, in, and, yeah. or, in, you know, in defense these... of capitalism, though, 
that is a benefit because the people with money buying the technology that's new and expensive yeah. generally drives the price down so the rest of us can afford it. That's true. Right. So there is that side of it. And there also would essentially be like the beta testers for changing your genetic code. <laughs> like no poor Jesus. person is going to be like, well, I'm going to take out a $200,000 loan to try this new technology. But like somebody that has billions of dollars is going to be like, yeah, I guess my third kid could be seven foot. Like, yeah. I'm not that attached to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or maybe it's like the uh, the whole um, prescription testing. You know that whole that whole thing. Like, well, we have some new genetic uh, traits to test, but we're not sure how they're gonna happen. How how they're gonna go? So it's just scary because you don't know how they're gonna go for like years like oh yeah but in the meantime sign this 800 page uh disclaimer right it's a liability waiver <laughs> yep. and and by the time like if it's 50 years later you maybe already had kids what are you gonna do like oh yeah. you have a genetic defect we made in the lab we're gonna have to kill you and your kids yeah now there's like two, gen two additional generations because you might have grandkids right too. exactly right. so in one of the things that's even even more so than like the obvious problems with like uh if everybody that's rich started deciding traits and then all of a sudden everybody became tall, white, blue-eyed, like the obvious like concerns right, with like yeah. genetic superiority when it comes to that. The the other portion even is like the unintended side effects. Like sickle cell anemia, yeah. it would be seen as a defect, right? But it actually makes you uh it's a defense for malaria. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you have it, it's bad. But if you have one of the two genes, then you have high resistance to malaria. Right. And yeah, that, that's... So you would get rid of it. You'd be like, oh, that's a defect. Right. Except where there's Except malaria. When there's... <laughs> so what situations exist out there that we don't even know that our defective genes are so helping us from? Another interesting one to that is, did you know that um, smallpox actually created a mutation that made people resistant to HIV? Really? Yeah. What? So there's a strain of of DNA in I believe it was from the Nor like Norway, the Scandinavian countries. Um, people that got smallpox there, they spread um, a a small percentage of a, a mutation that was like resistant to HIV, like significantly resistant to HIV. It's like holy shit! I was uh, right. on my way. I was on a road trip to California, sitting in the back of the truck with like a PhD candidate and he was telling me all about his research about it. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, so the way, like the way that evolution, the way that genetics works, it's like almost the opposite of capitalism. Capitalism goes, what's the most efficient route from here to there? Whereas genetics goes, let's try it all and see like, what let's works. Let's try it all. <laughs> let's try it all. And yeah, but... whatever works will be taken out or whatever doesn't work will be taken out. Yeah. And whatever does work will survive. Right. You know, and so that's like by introducing kind of those capitalist mm -hmm. ideologies of efficiency and our directive upon it, we're also kind of gone. Like, I don't know if genetic code is an area where capitalism would be best served. I don't think so. Where capitalism would be best served? Right. Like that ideology, mm, you know, yeah. where we're, we're choosing, we're choosing right. our, you know, of, makeup. right. Where it's individual choice like right. if it, everybody individually chose like they're fads there would be really bad lots of bad choices right. yeah they're exactly. individual fads like um you know like people like I want empty hammer pants for the next 20 years well, well, well like supermodels like the supermodel frame not great for having kids for example right exactly exactly so these are all decisions well, yeah, that we functional would make versus yeah practice yeah 
Right. I mean, just, yeah, all you have to do is really think about any kind of purebreed dog. Like right. Dalmatians. Exactly. They can't exactly. even fucking stand up. Uh, yeah. That's a good example, actually. Yeah. yeah. How, how they got to purebreeds and how it's many like we, underlying illnesses there are with them. It would be us, like, yeah. reproducing inbreeding with technology rather than with family fucking. Right. Damn. Right. Yeah. Right. That's probably what would so happen. So if you think about that, and then everybody gets more uniform more homogeneous and so the differentiation good. in right. genetic availability would be dictated simply based on what's preferential at the time so when i say on hey brother be, yeah. when i say hey brother it might have a different uh, connotation <laughs> hey brother hey oh <laughs> damn and then at some point we'll just have to stop doing that and just basically all become clones of each other if we have if, an entire race of just nothing but clones if we're all after the same traits then we'll all have the same traits. Would that completely <laughs> eliminate sexual attraction? I mean, if everybody I like looked, it. if everybody looked exactly the same, like eh. well, this, I, this goes back to what I think a lot of people hook up with who looks like them. Like if I look at a lot of couples, they look like brother and sister a lot. Or is, is that because they've been together for a long time and they like grown accustomed to each other? Or do you, not, are you talking about even new couples? New couples, I think they, they you, I think you naturally, I think. Humans are naturally narcissistic enough to say, you know... Is that your car? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna find out. Um, there we go. But it goes back to like... Uh, yeah, I really do think a lot of couples look a lot alike. I think Trenton, you and your girlfriend kind of look alike. What the fuck are but you talking about? My hotter. girlfriend is beautiful. <laughs> first of all how'd you get a girlfriend for if there's anyone that should not have a girlfriend no i'm just kidding i it kind of uh surprises me because i say some outrageous shit oh no she's so uh so his girlfriend is so like even killed quiet but when she wants to talk to you she's all about it but she'll sit back half the time I've seen Trenton and her together. Yeah. She's just watching Trenton do his thing, going, this motherfucker. You don't think maybe she secretly enjoys it? Oh, she does. I and think she, she loves and it. And then she'll hop in, like, it. randomly, like. <laughs> <laughs> on, you, on your side or on whoever's side she thinks is right? On, well, it's, it's usually on my side, which okay. is why we're together, That's but nice. sometimes it's not. Interesting. So. Yeah. Sounds like an interesting yeah. dynamic. Yeah. But I do. Cool. I, I really think couples in general, a lot of them have a lot of the same uh, attributes or looks or dementia, or, you know, a lot of similarities there. Are you talking about purely in appearance? Yes. Appearance wise? Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. What about inter <clears throat> interracial couples? That's an abomination. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> That's better, also a joke. Better tell, yeah, I know. I was going to say, better tell my boyfriend. <laughs> Insert disclaimer. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I do think there's a lot of similarities. I think we look for what we know, right? Yeah, totally. Majority. Well, yes. people, I don't know if it's true, but they, I, was it Freud that started this whole idea that, you know, yeah. ma, that daughters marry a man who's like their father and, and uh, sons marry a woman who's like their mother? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how true that is. No, I mean, yeah, I think our, like our generation maybe. more so than ever is, you know, branching out more. But still, I think you could say a large volume of people kind of attracted to what they know and that being... That's true. You're right I feel about... like it's on the extremes. I feel like I feel like there are two ways of going about it, and that's get as close as possible to what you know or get as far as possible from what you know. I feel like those are the extremes that people tend to bounce. Well, so I think no what it down. is, though, I think it is you try with what you know, 
Then you do it out of opposition and be like, I'm going to go over here just to check it out. Right. It's like an exploration. Yeah. Well, and that's also kind of goes back to the genetic differentiation is that people try things that are further different or exotic or whatever yeah. because it's just an inbuilt behavior for us to expand our like Fucking genetic variants or whatever like curiosity yeah i'm gonna make the vagina sideways because maybe it feels better that way who knows i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> <laughs> brendan's like yeah maybe it's like have you heard of Never mind. <laughs> oh don't be censored here man i was gonna say have you heard of asians but that's like you know that's the joke yeah right? i heard that joke that's not the... The, the joke i heard was why are vaginas vertical instead of horizontal so when girls go down a slide, it doesn't go... <laughs> <laughs> that already happens on my ass. I can't even imagine. God, that's terrible. Yeah, that's Everyone's going to hate me now. <laughs> Just the women, which... Yeah, that's you fine. Know. <laughs> that wasn't a joke against women. It was a joke against vaginas. <laughs> Trenton, I want to divulge in our, into our history. Because oh, I remember you were so ecstatic about meeting your girlfriend. This is when you first met her. Can we talk about this or no? Sure, I don't give a shit. Okay, we won't. Okay. All right. Talk us through how you met your girlfriend for the first time and then later how you pursued her and ultimately landed her. Because uh, it's hilarious. Okay, so, well, at first, God, this is fucking controversial. Thank God we're not using last names. Um, so, at first. We have two viewers. My, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It'll get out there. But it's also one of those viewers is going to be my girlfriend. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so or listener, sorry. So uh, I, I met her because my younger sister was like, you have to meet this girl at the church uh, that, that she knew. So I go to this little event and uh, and I say, you know. I meet her, whatever. My little sister's like all excited, like, ah, you get to meet her now. Like, here she is. Like, go, go, go. Thank you, Vanna White. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And so I I walk up to her and I'm like, you know, trying to play it cool, which usually kind of just means like being a mysterious asshole. Nervously awkward. <laughs> Nervously awkward that. asshole. Yeah. That's right. No. And so, but she was also ridiculously awkward too. She's like, so what are, what's your passion and i was like i don't know like bicycles are cool like riding bikes <laughs> like i just said stupid shit right and didn't really think anything of it i was like oh she's she's really cute like i liked her but also you know church very religious like probably not gonna work very good because so this wasn't your church this is your sister's church my the family church okay yeah, okay church, and yes. you weren't much of a church girl yeah, at the time. not at all okay, not at all. okay. that's what i'm trying to get at. Not, I, that's what i figured i, I went literally for to, to meet, meet this girl to meet this girl okay, and hang it. out yeah that's yeah yeah so uh after uh a little bit of time passes she she starts uh dating the youth pastor and huh uh, so she's with the youth pastor, right? Is she a youth? No, uh, she's 26. Okay, I don't know. I don't know when this happened. No, she, she was 26. So, okay, uh, sorry, I, don't, I have no idea when this happened. I'm like, she's 15, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, right? No, uh, so she, you know, she, she was the same age as the youth pastor. Yeah. Okay, got it. Right, so it was, it was like normal on that front. Got it. Um, but, uh, and then also she was looking for a place to live and she was good friends with my sister, so she moved in. Okay. So convenient. she moved in. Yeah, convenient. And so at that at that point, I kind of just continued to play it, you know, like really loose. I like didn't get I Rico Suave. Kind of, 
push away, like, you know, like, one time she's, like, I gave my sisters a hug, and she's, like, do I get a hug? And I, or, like, do, or something about, like, being, does your third sister get a hug? And I was, like, you are nothing like my sister. My sisters. Like, just, like, not letting that be that Not letting that seed plant? Yeah, like, <laughs> like we're family. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. And Did you point at her and like? Yes, no, genuinely. Yeah. She said she was like terrified. Like looking back, she was like, "That was fucking weird and scary." And I was like, "Whatever." Very, very military. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, so not a... wanting to get friend zoned or family zoned. Yeah. Family is, zoned, ooh. sure. Um, or the roommate zoned. Or roommate zoned, yeah. Well, I've gotten a roommate zoned and that worked out. Oh. Anyways, um. I don't think roommate zone is really a thing as much. I've never heard of it. No, I haven't. Yeah. Oh, I'm very You curious. just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Seems like a good idea at the time. I thought I made it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. You're like TM, <laughs> Brennan Industries. Yeah, that's right. I thought I made it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of a joke and you played into it. Uh. So, uh, and then I got in that, I got in that car accident where I <clears throat> rolled my car. Okay. And so part of that was community service. I had to do 40 something hours of community service because I, I had alcohol in my system. Oh, okay. I was under the legal limit, but since I got in a car accident, oh, that doesn't it's, matter. A, it's a, okay. you know, you're fucked. So, 40 hours of community service, I was like, That's well, sick. churches are non-profits, I can do community service, you know, hang out with this girl, whatever. See so, how strategic he is? Oh yeah, it's brilliant. Very strategic. So It's like it, something I would do. It's it, it worked wonderfully, but I was also like that weird bad boy that is here <laughs> only because you're a criminal court case. You mean yeah. the like, one that's irresistible to religious girls? Yes, yeah. it was great. That's right. With Damn. the upside down cross tattoo. That's like multi-level. Yeah. I yeah, like my, it. Yeah, my, my pentagram with a goat's, goat oh, of Mende's head in oh, satanic right. writing around it. So did you it. like roll up your pant, pant legs so that Just your tattoo home. was visible? Oh, okay. <laughs> just at home so so throughout that instance and it was kind of funny because her the the youth pastor he was like a sweet guy but like he did not know how to deal with me or with her or he just he was too innocent for mm. himself at all and yeah so um like so i would make jokes so, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. so you capitalized I guess, yeah. I'm quite the capitalist, I guess. Indeed. Uh, so, whenever, like, they would, uh, I would be hanging out with them, I would make total, I would just make jokes that would make him, like, extremely uncomfortable, and she would think it's funny, but, like, silently not, like, have to be able to laugh. Like, uh, one That's time, so messed up. like, I oh, it. it was wonderful, it was wonderful. Like, one time, so it was for Easter, and I... I was there volunteering to help like mow all the grass down so they could hide Easter eggs for you know for their service whatever hide the eggs, and so afterwards that guy walks up to me and he's like, "Do you want to come in for the service?" Blah blah blah. And I look down and I have like grass stuck to all my pants. Like I do not look clean at all, but I just look at him and I, and I'm like, "Well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be the first time I went to church smelling like grass," and he looked at me like. Oh, okay. Like, just, I don't really get it. And he's like, but, okay, well, we ha we do have a shower upstairs. Like, if you want to, like, if you have a change of clothes, like, you could, like, get cleaned up if you did want to. Like, and he's just, like, wants me to hang out. Like, he's just uh, sweetly, like. And not getting the joke at all. Not getting the joke no. at all. And then I was like, I was like, nah, man, no thanks. That's the last, I, I, like, I've been naked at church before. It wasn't a good experience. 
<laughs> and and he was like, oh, like he understood that one, but he did not want to, you know, do not engage, right? So like that was the kind of jokes that I would always be making, just like subtly all the time. That's... I thought it was funny. Well, did you just see his face as you said naked? Did he did he just freeze up? It was like, like oh a, my like god, like a Terminator, like yeah. twitching, <laughs> glitch, yeah, <laughs> full on glitch. So I would just I would just say these jokes all the time, and uh, eventually. Eventually, I think she just... But they you know, gave you your hours, though. Yeah. Well, he wasn't in charge of it. It was the pastor. It was oh, really, okay. like, the guy that was signing off on so it. So did you so. behave in front of the pastor? <laughs> the pastor is kind of is kind of cool. Okay. I feel like he knows... Because he's, like... I, I talked to him about, like, hunting. And, oh, okay. like, you know, he's kind of, like... So he's chill. Yeah, he, he was chill. He was cool with it. He, I think he thought it was... He's more cultured. Yeah. He, I, I think he thought it was funny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he, yeah. he, he, he didn't feel threatened. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't have to worry about that. It wasn't him. I was, you know... Uh, um, but, yeah, so then over time, eventually, like, just me kind of... I'm, like, I'm like the kind of person where nobody likes me, like, initially, right? Like, it takes some time, but I fucking grow on You're people. You're a creeper. I, and then people, over time, they're like, my God, I need that person in my life. Like, <laughs> after a little bit. After a little bit. It fucking happens, though. You like that, like, I like that, like that pest, but the drug, like, it's like, oh, God, a tick. God. Yes. And it's like, God, I, just, oh, I want more of it. Yep. I want more of it. <laughs> yep. And no, you are. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, I people are, I, I definitely seen where people are like, fuck, Trent's great to hang out with. God, I wish Trent wasn't still here. But damn, he still is. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how it happens. I don't understand the magic behind it. But I just know that if I'm around somebody for long enough, eventually they will think I'm awesome. <laughs> but at first, they're probably going to fucking hate me. <laughs> like, most of the time, they do not like me. It takes a lot of time. Well, you're a pretty confident guy. You're pretty arrogant in your own way. Right, but that's the problem. Like, initially. Like, uh, <laughs> and then they realize, like, it's just jokes. And I'm, like, yeah, just having fun. Yeah. You know, but long enough. So I, I kind of bet on that. I was, like, if no. I'm around her long enough, if I spend enough time with her, I'm going to fucking grow on her like a goddamn tumor. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. It's a tumor. It's a tumor. I, no, I just know how stoked you were about meeting her. And then and I'm just hearing the storyline going... Mr. Anti-Religion is going to church and going to try to convert this woman to hang out with him. Huh, this sounds really promising. What? Oh, and I was talking to you about it like it was a done deal. Yeah, you were I'm like, oh yeah, I'm talking to her. No, you're it's great. No, it's going great. You're like, isn't she still with the guy? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to hang out with her. Like, I, yeah, I was very you, much like... You, you definitely have this level of confidence, this gravitas that's just like baffling to me it sounds like especially in that situation justin timberlake on bad teacher is kind of the impression i'm getting of this guy you know what i'm talking about yes yeah yeah no? oh man that's a great movie he's like this innocent naive uh teacher that is trying to go after well, oh damn he's trying to go after what's your name um anyway he just doesn't get it yeah, yeah he's just like completely oblivious. yeah yeah okay and so he and but, so he tried like and he you know he was upset about things he was just like he kind of 
caught on because he'd be like, you can't hang out with Trenton, like, if I'm not there. Which only, which is, like, the best thing for me. I'm like, oh, ho, ho. Yeah, that's the worst possible thing you can do to stop that from happening. Right. I'm like, yeah, tell her that she can't do that thing. And she's going to be like, so do you want to, like, get coffee or something? Like, you know, I'm like, thanks, dude, for pushing me consistently. It's so weird that religious people still haven't caught on to that particular aspect of human nature. After all these centuries. Yeah. The more you tell people not to do shit, you know, and that's... That's kind of how it how it works, yeah. And now it's been some time. Good for you guys. It has. It's yeah. been awesome. Two been, years. No, well, since we've been like. Well, you guys met like two years like, ago. Three yeah, years but ago. like officially, like probably about a year. And now she's yeah. legal, so it's totally awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. Uh, is she in her youth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to specify, she is. Plenty old <laughs> for my age. Uh, yeah, so that's a good story. I think yeah, you definitely you keep well, things well done, lively. sir. I yeah, I worked on that shit. And you saw what you awesome. wanted and you went for it and you achieved yeah. it. Hey, it's yeah. capitalism. It's a, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here taking notes, man, for sure. It took a long time. It was a lot of work and dedication and being there and and I also. A lot of time had to. She'd be like, "Can you help me with this?" And I'd be like, "Why don't you fucking get your boyfriend to do it?" Oh shit! A lot of shit like that. Like, got a neg on her, right? That's where, how it works. Well, well totally... I'd be like, "Why can't? Why can't your boyfriend do that?" Yeah. What the fuck? Why are you asking me? You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll help you if you really need it, but like, really, you can't just ask him. You know? Shit like that. Where and it was like, I wanted nothing more than to help her. Or, like, be around her or whatever. But you can't start that precedent. But I'm like, but I can't, yeah, but I can't be, like, the friend that she can always rely on uh, and get whatever she wants. See, that's your problem, Brandon. I think that's For my sure. problem, too. I'm just a nice guy. Yeah. I'm yeah. just a nice guy. I just want everyone to be happy, help people with their problems. Everyone like... except you to be happy. Details. <laughs> I have yeah. no room to talk. Yeah, you look, look but if, yeah. Go ahead. If you, if you, it's totally cool to, to spend your life making one person happy especially if that person is you. Agreed. doesn't yeah. have to be someone else. But I also find happiness in helping other people and being there for other people. I enjoy when people uh, confine in me. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad quality. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's just very easily manipulatable. <laughs> for those of you who can't see there's a massive amount of truth shining in his eyes right now hold on let me get I got the notepad it's just easy to manipulate it I want to quote you on that get your boyfriend to do that <laughs> well here, okay here's a tip never talk bad about their boyfriend never talk bad about their boyfriend smart never ever talk bad about their boyfriend because then they're defensive about their boyfriend okay. talk good about their boyfriend Say he's a fucking good guy, and they'll be like, "What? What are you talking about?" Now they're so do you ever side on, with them? Off balance. Now they're not on his ah, side. They're okay. convincing you that he's not as good as you think he is. Oh, well played. So instead of defending him, they start complaining to you about him. Exactly, because they think that you're Damn, an actual party. You're, okay, you're cunning. <laughs> no, this guy's really. This is what I'm saying. I don't even know if he's truly my friend. You, you really are. In I'm marketing. definitely your friend. But, but I will never forget this guy. And he was smarter than me. Smarter than me in many ways. But I remember we were taking a personality test together at so-called workplace. Mm-hmm. And he said, Brennan, you answer the questions according to what you think your boss wants to hear. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, 
Dude, they're doing a personality quiz. What do you think? Just for fun? <laughs> you like spreading Facebook quizzes everywhere? No, they're doing it to see if you're the right person for the job they want. Yeah, but this is awesome. But yeah, I, I never forget when you're like, uh, yeah, totally answered the questions according to what I think this is what they want. What would look good? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I did that when I was like 16 at Blockbuster and didn't pan out, but maybe I was just an idiot and didn't know what they were looking for. <laughs> It's okay, I did it at 30. <laughs> it worked out okay, though. I'm fine, not so much Blockbuster, so... Yeah, you outlived Blockbuster, yeah, uh-huh. and That's awesome. And how. <laughs> I'm all, my net worth is way higher than Blockbuster's yeah. also. <laughs> I don't know, I, I did see a thing, and maybe it's a year ago, two years ago. I was just quoting this, but uh, there's one Blockbuster left in Bend, Oregon. Oh, I thought it was in Alaska. All right, yeah. And they sell wheat. Of course. <laughs> so, you know... Well, would they still have the rights to the name? Like, could you make another Blockbuster if you wanted to? Maybe. I like, because the company's defunct, like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Could you just be like, we're Blockbuster, and they're like, we're gonna sue you, that's our name, and it's like... You're like, with what money? exists, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... I don't know how, how, how good of a business plan that is, though, but maybe. Hmm. We're like, we'll do it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> I hear something about streaming. You think yeah. you could jump on board? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, okay, something that tripped me out, uh, I was uh, hearing about, like, how Sears was the first, like, everybody used to buy shit over the catalog, over yeah. Sears catalog, and Sears actually didn't even have stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sears right. would buy shit over catalogs. No, it, it, 1800s, it's pure catalog. So that was, like, the first Amazon, right, yeah. of yeah. them shit. just having a fucking catalog, yeah. ordering from a catalog, not going to a store. Right. And then Sears became all the stores. So did it drive all the small little general stores out of business? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah, history repeats itself. Yes, exactly. And now, and then Amazon does the same exact shit to them. And no one saw it coming. Yeah. Who gave a fuck about yeah. Sears at that yeah, point? Yeah, exactly. It's just blows That's my hilarious. mind. That's hilarious. Damn, I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> huh. Sears Roebuck, man. I guess it was. to the homes. The wives would order stuff. Yeah, or you can sort of buy a house on Sears. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like there's a whole style of homes called the Craftsman Home. Mm-hmm. where it was influenced literally because, like, craftsman tools, like, craftsman yeah. homes, uh-huh. you would straight up fucking order a house from Sears. It was, like, their tool brand. And you would pick it up from the train station, you would assemble it. The house? This whole house. Yeah. What the hell? In a, in a like, a shipping container. You would assemble this whole house in a container. Like, it had everything you needed. In, mm-hmm. Like, you just needed the tools and the ability to get it to your, your lot. Holy shit. And the whole house, and the house had certain styles that, that like exists now and through American culture because of that style. Mm-hmm. The people were buying catalogs from right. Sears. Yeah. That's right. It's fucking trippy. Yeah, look up craftsman style homes whenever you're like, that's right. You know, looking for a random Wikipedia thing to look up. It's fascinating. I wonder if the instruction manual was written in poorly translated English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had to be good enough. Or maybe it was it. almost unintelligible pictures. <laughs> Yeah. Like Ikea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you seen that meme of, like, uh, the Ikea work interview, and it just shows a guy behind a desk, and he just points to the interviewee behind the <laughs> counter with a bunch of parts on the ground, and he says, please, have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's good. Uh, damn. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, good on you, Sears, and now they're dying. That's a good way to right. say that, though. You, you frame that very well, because it's true. Sears had, was, was a stronghold of retail forever. 
and lost it. Yeah, and they revolutionized it with, like, the cowboys. Because a lot of, like, smaller towns in the West, whatever, mm-hmm. like, fucking almost cowboy days, like... No, yeah. They had a general oh, yeah. store that sold, like, food or, like, yeah. whatever daily shit. They sold hardtack, and they sold shaving cream, and they sold right. razors. Like, the the necessities, yeah. but, like, if you wanted whiskey, anything... Whiskey, whiskey, Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We don't sell into them fancy brassiers here. <laughs> we like our women natural. No devil women over here with yeah. their brassiers. Nope. <laughs> God damn. I think I think bras are actually invented by a guy, weren't they? Probably. Fucking asshole. All horrific, <laughs> uncomfortable inventions for women were invented by guys. Like yeah. uh, apparently the tampon was invented by a guy. It's probably because most things were invented by guys. Yeah. But true <laughs> uh yeah i actually uh i was watching a comedian was making jokes about that exact thing how funny if you like unraveled history and it's like every guy that made an invention stole it from his wife yeah right and stifled the shit out of her for 25 years oh god hey if they if if that's true like they that needs to be come out but like i don't know <laughs> I mean, you know, the women had more time to think because they so, were cleaning the house. Okay, so they say they say though that the two main driving forces over the course of human history for innovation have been war and slavery. Two of the worst possible things that humans have ever came up with, but war because people had to think of a better way. I need to win. Like I need to win. I need to yeah. come up with. Can this thing explode? Can this thing fly? Can this thing, like, can this be a tank? Can this, like... Timelines. They're coming up with new inventive ways to defend and attack right. other countries, other people, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, slavery, because it, like, if you look at, like, Egypt, like, ancient Egypt or ancient Rome, most of their economies were built based off of the backs of slavery. Right. So that gave them enough time to be philosophical, to think, to not be working for just to enough to just survive be, yeah well and that's half the battle in entrepreneurship though right is man i have this grandiose idea like building a pyramid but fuck man i don't want to do the work right you're like well, <laughs> i'm you're... a great idea guy i'm not a laborer well, you right. know what i mean and right. so that's then that's slavery right or or it's like you're and it's the same thing in capitalism you can talk to someone about capitalism they say well ceo and these people they're the idea people so then they should get paid more it's the same concept yeah yeah, I mean, and and if you're like working to live, you you don't have enough time to think. You don't even have enough energy to think about well, different ways of doing things. You're just trying to make it by. It's like you're trying to, like you're trying to move the car forward, but you also have to change the tire. No. You can't stop, but you got to change the tire. Like right. fuck, well, how do I do both of those? One hundred percent. So time? so what's going on with our society now is we have all this leisure time, but instead of using it to further our, our own, own um, educations and think about deep philosophical concepts, we're watching drunk wives yell at each other on TV and scrolling through Reddit and liking posts on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Distraction. Like, oh yeah, no wonder we're all fucking depressed and overweight and miserable. Because it's overwhelming too. It's not even distractions. I think it's a social paradigm that they want us to live in. But also, it's kind of like what you mentioned in your, uh, in your trip. You're identifying all these societal issues, but then they're so big and overwhelming and you identify you're only one person. How much of an impact can I make? And I think you kind of talked through that in that episode. Because it is overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and unless you get the collective to make a, a collective decision for change, 
how do you change the paradigm? Yeah, you're just like one person fighting against the tide. Right. You know, but that's that's the thing. That's I love why to do that. Individual and, let me tell you, so it doesn't work. Fighting against the tide. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about yeah, like the that, other toes? That's when they fish your body out of the. That's right. <laughs> after the tide goes down, they fish your body out of the ocean. That's right. Yeah. So, I know. I mean, I think you definitely talked through that in your episode, though. And yeah. Your trip. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a good release, though. Like all that shit was building up in my head for a long time. It was stuff I've been dwelling on, and so, just admitting it and then accepting it, because yeah, there's really not much I can do as a single person, but. Admitting it to myself was a huge release. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. But it's also... I think that everybody has so much power. I think that it, the individual, like, like the same thing as what I was saying about how corporations don't pay taxes, people pay taxes. Yeah. It's a different idea, like, but... It's a different perspective the, of looking at Like, it. the government is made up of people. Right. Of, is made up of individuals, is made up of towns and communities and families and individuals. Right. And... It might not be enough that one person makes a decision if nobody else will, but you have to remember that everybody's a lot more connected than I think we are. I think if one person is willing to make a decision, I think that says that millions of other people are probably also willing to make the same decision. They need someone to show them how. Right. But yeah. I, I don't think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's the thing. Like I don't think anybody could ever be powerful enough one person against everyone else but right. i don't think it's ever like that like even fucking charles manson had followers like even look what he accomplished even the craziest shit even the craziest fucking people like this asshole that, that was just killed whatever like the isis guy oh yeah he had yeah. how many followers did he get to follow his f- fucked up bullshit but this is the problem yeah. though this goes back to what we were saying earlier and we talked about this too when you have people in survival mode they'll do some fucked up shit because they're so frustrated, confused, and don't have much to live for. I think it's because they, somebody gave them meaning. Yeah. That's and that's what, all they want, because if they... But they, people are more inclined to find meaning when they're starving. Because they need it, because that's all they have. Right. There, right. There's a quote by uh, Nietzsche that says, uh, a man who has a why can bear any how. Mm-hmm. So if people don't have a why then they, they can't make it through. Mm-hmm. And so some people are just looking for their why. Correct. And then some, you know, ideologue, whatever, goes, I have a why for you. Adopt yeah. this why. That's Adopt right. this reason. Adopt this belief. And people are so starved for meaning or whatever that they latch onto it mm-hmm. so thoroughly. That's all that they have is their the meaning in life. You know? Like, it doesn't take much to survive nowadays. You, you freaking go to the supermarket, there's food, there's water, like, comes out of the tap, like, there's shelter everywhere, in, and if you can't afford it, like, you can go somewhere. In or, the rich parts of the world, yeah. Yeah, in the, yeah, in the rich parts of the For world, sure. yeah. You know, or if you get injured, you walk into a hospital, and they can't, they can charge you a shitload, but they can't deny you, like, urgent mm-hmm. healthcare to, right. to save your life. Mm-hmm. Which it's, is why you forge your name on the paper to get in and you lie about who you are yeah I'm gonna say that I'm Brennan trust it yeah don't (laughs) use me this is a situation where you don't want to use me it's okay I've already fucked myself up plenty of times with medical my name is Hulk Hogan yeah what you don't believe me (laughs) I used to have a ponytail yeah my my parents are mean yeah (laughs) I've been my dad was really into wrestling (laughs) Uh, all I gotta do Brennan is give somebody no, I agree that, with you. The answer to that question be is the why. Cha- be the change you want to be. see. Like, I agree with that. And I agree with what you're saying. You, 
put forth energy and put forth actions into areas you want to see change. And then that could have a ripple effect mm -hmm. is what you're really getting at. Right. And I agree with that. And it may not scale to be national, but it does make change. If, if, and it plants a seed in other people for the next generation to make change. Right. But, but here's the thing, too, is how much do those things nationally actually affect you? How much more do the things in this house affect you than the things that are happening now? Oh, 100%. But no, you're right. would you say that you've done everything that you can to make this house as good as you possibly can? I mean, obviously. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just the, the, changes no, that, yeah. the, the changes that each person can actually make in their own backyard or in their yeah. own life or Correct. in their own house with their friends, with their family, with their loved ones. Correct. Those changes go unmade while they sit, while they sit there go, com complaining about somebody in some rich building somewhere that's fucking them over and yet the issues that actually affect them day to day between their friends their family their work their whatever they they disregard them because they go well it's some other assholes doing this to me yeah, i think that's true it's true but it is a general i think you're tying multiple subjects into one general principle sure and uh and i 100 percent agree be it the change you want to see be a good positive influence on your friends and family and be there for them, be accessible, be their confidant, you know, and I, I'm a huge advocate of that. But that's not necessarily what I mean, though. Well, but, the thing well, about what you said is that those big things people are doing way far away in Washington, D.C. aren't affecting us. And maybe they're not really affecting your daily life now, but they definitely will. Their actions are going to affect your life. They just aren't necessarily right now. So, yeah, I completely agree with take care of your own shit. But it's house. okay to be outraged about what they're doing to the future as well. well right. No, I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to pivot to that, what you're saying. I think, yes, build your own foundation of your house of successes and who you want to be and what you are and perpetuate that. And then it scales up. But there is a lot of external things that directly affect you, whether you realize it or not. And this is where when you live in a society like we can right now and think beyond our day-to-day -day and criticize our government or challenge the status quo of corporate America. This is when you deep dive in these topics and then you uncover the stats. Because, I, you know, I talk about this with my mom, right? She, she's retired now in her 60s, right? So she grew up in the 60s and 70s. They didn't have the stats that we saw. Mm -hmm. But if you now we do have the stats and we know the difference between CEO pay to common wages and we see the difference from then to now. So we're just somewhere aware or in the know. That is, that's also overwhelming and distressing and oppressive. It, well, it's like paralysis by analysis. Like, it is. How many, how many different data points do you need to tell you that something's fucking wrong? Like, right, but probably not as many as we have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. I think there's too so much information. Apparently, now. we do because nothing's changing. I think it's too much. Too much. Like. You, it, it used to be, like, what's the thing that, like, the average newspaper nowadays has more information in it than, uh, like, somebody in, no. like, 200 yeah. or, like, a thousand years ago or whatever would see in their entire life. Oh, yeah. yeah. A person has in their pocket access to more information than any human that ever lived before them. Right. Yeah. Ever. It, it, like, combined, insane. probably. So, now it is. It's, uh, it's probably It's crazy. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much information that... You, we were paralyzed with un, like what is true, what is not true. How do I even find out? Well, that's what you, actually yeah. that, that's a good point because what he said earlier before you got here is 
I want to learn so much. I want to keep learning. I, this is exciting for me. But how do I validate my uh, source? But yeah, I don't. How do you know what's true? How I, do you how do you how do you validate? All anything? my research has just like made me realize how much bias goes into quote unquote scientific information and data. Yeah, like, and that's historical, really especially. That's really frustrating it's because extremely with frustrating. like politics, okay, I understand a bias. Right. Not not that I'm saying it's a good thing, but I can understand. But it's understandable. It. Yeah. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. But scientifically. That's like science is supposed to be an area where if you're wrong, great. That means you proved that something isn't, you know, like. That's and that's wonderful. what champions of science claim is happening, but it's not. Right. That's the worst part. Right. Mm-hmm. All these people that are out there, you know, proselytizing for science, they're saying science will solve all our problems. Science is amazing. It's this wonderful way of looking at the world, you know, checking to see if you're wrong. And once you're wrong, fixing it. Except at least half of the scientific community is trying to prevent people from finding out that they're wrong. Yeah. That's not yeah, I feel like a good science way for has become its own religion well, it's impl- to a certain extent. And also imploding on itself. I said that in another episode. That's, that's I didn't exactly. really have a good way to back it up because uh, we were like completely on another roll. But... Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. Well, yeah. Okay, think in, about it this way. way. If there's a religious scholar that they've read... The, the religious scholar, they've seen the text, they know how to read Hebrew and Greek and Aramaic and whatever, they've gone to school for years for it. And then the average believer in that religion talks to this religious scholar and asks them questions and they give them answers to things that they would never know or come into contact with directly or understand themselves. Right. But yeah. they go, I believe this person because they're a scholar. Right. I, have, I have faith in their knowledge and their skill you have and their, faith in their, their transparency and their, yeah. and their honesty right mm-hmm. so even their self-honesty because a lot of the time bias is not even necessarily intentional right right so That's and then point. with science if a scientist says well i've done this research i went through this process i have this data it should be open and transparent right but if somebody hears what the scientist has to say, they they don't go through their research papers. Right. They don't analyze everything and come to their own conclusion. They, similar to the religious scholar, they go, well, that's a scientist. Right. I should take what he has to say and believe it. There's a great episode of SciShow that talks about this. Like, they talked about how like 60% of scientific studies that get published in newspapers are later disproven, and we never hear about it. That's mm-hmm. Like, they're not duplicatable. They're duplicable? Is that the word? Yeah. Um, Re- replicable. Re- they're yeah, not replicable. Yeah, yeah. And, but we never hear about that. Like, the whole the the anti-vaxxer yeah. thing. That was yeah. a completely disproven thing, but you never hear about... I mean, I guess you do now, but for a long time, you didn't hear about, uh, you know, the newspapers didn't retract it. They just mm-hmm. didn't mention it anymore. Right. Like, that kind of shit happens all the time. And it's because it's... There's a... There's a just like with all our systems, there's a financial incentive to not be proven wrong to the public. Right. Like, this is what I'm making money on. Um, this is what my job is. This is what I'm giving lectures on. Like, if I'm proven wrong, it's going to be a huge problem. This right. is especially a big deal in ar- archaeology, apparently. Right. Right. And not only is there the financial disincentive to, like, admit wrongdoing, it's also, like, the human element of, do I want to admit, even if, even if none of your scientific grants would go away, even if you would still be a respected community, part of the scientific community, ego. to just the ego. Yeah, that's right. Just the human element. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. That's, it's fucking hard enough to say just between friends, yeah. let alone 
an entire community of people that look to you for your knowledge. Fuck, it's hard to admit to yourself that you're wrong because right. of your ego. <laughs> right, exactly. So let alone, you know. Yeah. But I, I think that, and I don't know, I don't know all the laws, so I don't. it might exist already, but I feel like there should be a law where any discovered wrong fact or whatever should by law be given as much uh visibility Mm. as the original statement itself i like it kind of like the the idea of equal representation for like presidential candidates kind of thing right right so if you put a headline like it that says something and we're like okay that was proven later false chalk eat as much chocolate as you want and lose weight and then later on like no that was bullshit like you would have to print an entirely new paper like in the same place possibly the headline on the front page yeah correction yeah this headline was wrong like in the same exact visibility as the previous error sure and i think that would cause people to be like fuck do i really want to print this thing that's like maybe not as verified as i thought it was well then you gotta change scientific method and education as well as the professional world well now there's now no one's gonna make any claims (laughs) (laughs) well no but it's fine there's no legal issue you're not fined if you say something wrong you just have to make it right credibility is everything right but i think honestly they've done scientific study they've done studies on um interactions with companies if a company goes look we fucked up i'm so sorry here's what i'm gonna do to make it right that people that were customers for that company actually appreciate that company more than before they knew they made a mistake to begin with. Yeah. Because they saw that they made a mistake. I love it. Everybody assumes that people make mistakes. That's just like, nobody's perfect. That's like a, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Everybody knows nobody's perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. So we assume everybody's fucking up. So if nobody's telling you that they're fucking up, we assume that you're hiding it. Right. Or mm-hmm. we just don't know. 100%, yeah. You know? So yeah. people that go, yep, I fucked up. Here's how I'm making it better. Here's how I'm fixing it. You have more trust and more respect with those people. Right. You know, than if they hadn't done it in the first place. Hadn't made that mistake even in the first place. Again, it's, and unfortunately, our whole society is based on perception, which is marketing and PR. So it goes back to what you're saying. It's control the message. Control the message throughout the whole cycle. Yes. But that's how it's always been for all of human history the powerful control the information flow and unfortunately now that's not necessarily the case anymore but now it's like the floodgates burst and we're swamped we're being completely washed over by a tsunami of information whereas before it was the trickle that the powerful wanted us to see it's like as bad because now we're just like holy shit what the fuck do we do with all this and so right now there's just madness as people turn on each other rather than on you know the powerful who have been lying to them all this time and just it's it's it right now it's like i don't know the the board game just got shoved off the table and we're trying to pick up the pieces right now and kind of get back into right yeah okay i'm gonna pivot this really fast to say in capitalism it provides choices in the consumer world right Mm -hmm. yeah do we have too many choices there's people to say that like what um, are your thoughts so I feel like it is a woman. Like, if you want to in, research In what regard? Do you mean anything, information, anything, consum- products? Consumer products, consumer goods. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the fucking, the peanut butter section in the grocery store, there's like 50 brands of fucking peanut butter. That's what I'm saying, man. Right, <laughs> but that's inefficient. That's yeah. very inefficient, but life is not efficient. Like, yeah. with evolution, they go, oh, here's 100 different traits. You might only ever use the one. That's right. They go, here's 100 different peanut butters. You might ever only want the one. I only use the one. Right. So... 
that's kind of that's kind of necessary. And the the question isn't necessarily can you poke holes in something, but can you do something better? Like, what's the alternative to not having so many choices in front of you? You know, is it and is it better? I guess that's true. It goes back to what is it called when there's three? Is that like a, a oligopoly? No, is that a religion? Um, well, like the whole good, where there's like best, three like giant that. companies. Yeah, oh yeah, and that's yeah. it. We yeah. talked about it in a, um, before about how. It's like it seems like corporations have figured out the magic number is three. If there's three big companies, the government won't mess with it. But if there's two, there's problems, you know. Right. And so right. they all like I feel like they all wheel and deal behind the scenes. Well, like, yeah. we, like cable companies definitely. Have. So did you, uh, you keep your market share? We'll keep our yeah, market exactly. Share, right. And then so you keep your price point we'll here. agree to relatively peacefully coexist right. because we don't want the government stepping in. Right. Exactly. Right. So something that's a little crazy I didn't realize, but Bill Gates, like in Microsoft, actually propped up Apple. For a while, well, yeah, for that exact to. reason. For that exact mm. reason, because right, the yeah. government said, I talked about this in the episode. The government mm-hmm. said, "We, right. you do not have a good competitor. You have no competitor. You're a monopoly. We're gonna break you up." And they're like, "Fuck that. We're gonna prop up our competitor, so we don't. So we do have. There's the choice, and not get you know busted." The question what crazy. the question is, did that really benefit the consumer in the end? I would say, looking at Windows 10, that piece of garbage, no. But, you know, people might disagree with me. I think just recently, <laughs> since the iPhone, whatever, has Windows started to actually be have to be competitive. Yeah. Like, Linux, you it's, you know, yeah, you could use Linux, but that's, like, the market share is, like, outside the IT world is, like, half of a percent of Linux, yeah. <laughs> so it's, like... Because when people, when IT people start talking about Linux, everyone else just, like, rolls their eyes, like, ugh, now I'm going to have to like listen to this asshole shit, talk about Jesus. Linux for a while. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we know it's fucking better. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know about Linux. It's better than Windows. That's all yeah. I know about it. <laughs> it's better and it's free than, yeah. It's like, fuck off. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, so people, but people, going back to kind of, like, too many choices, people... When they don't have a choice that makes sense to them, they generally tend to, like, not make a choice. Like, if somebody, Mm -hmm. if there, let's say there were even two products, and one of them was, was, like, the standard, whatever, there was only one product, and now a new product comes along, and they're like, it's cheaper, and it's better in every way. People would be like, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense to me. If it was better in every way, wouldn't it be more expensive? Or if it, like, what's the drawback? What's the problem? And it'll end up like that's why we're it's not a decision that they understand. Well, that's oh, okay. why it's a marketing society, which drives me nuts. But we're so marketing based, and we're so we're percept- marketing based because we're perception based. We're human perception based, and we're so stupid. So, <laughs> human perception yep. did not evolve to understand manipulation. Objective. Well, yeah. right. It and it didn't evolve to. Mm-hmm. Your your evolution doesn't under, doesn't give a shit if you see what is actually there as long as what you see helps you survive. Mm, true. It doesn't matter. It, it only interprets the world in terms of survival, not of objective reality and understanding the truth behind it. Right. Your senses and your perception change so much for you that you don't even realize because it's not designed to give you an unfiltered version of reality. It's right. designed to give you the version of reality that will help you survive the best. Right, which is actually, um, I've talked about um, some, I don't remember who it was, but they said, um, like, one of the things that they think psychedelics does is it, like, shuts off those filters. Because a lot of what your brain does is it filters out all the extra information that yeah. won't help you survive. Right. And uh, psychedelics turn that off. Mm-hmm. And so that's why shit gets crazy. 
And so, yeah. I would, I would say, like, I don't know scientifically, but I would say that that feels I'm pretty, pretty sure it was a neuroscientist similar. that said that. So. Yeah, that feels pretty right. <laughs> so believe me, I have authority because I said it like, a, like it was true. Hell yeah, appeal to authority. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like human, and it's way easier to change human percep- perception than it is to actually change objective change reality. reality. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Uh, I, I've been reading this book by, uh, his name is Rory Sutherland. He has a book called Alchemy and it's just, it's a, it's like a marketing book, whatever, but he's talking about how there are so many different things that affect human perception, but we always focus on the data, the facts, the objective reality of it. And that's the least effective way to change the least effective way in a lot of instances. So like you can make magic in the way that you present things or the way that like the human experience, like we're not just objects that are doing logical things. Yeah. We're not, we're not computers. Right. Right. So like one of the examples he gives is that there was a, a train improvement in London that was going to cost like $60 billion or something. And so instead of his proposal was instead of it being $60 billion to increase the speed of the train by like 10% or whatever and capacity by 20, he's like, what if you just spent $5 billion having the most attractive models give out little bottles of expensive alcohol and then people would be asking for the train to be slower like <laughs> you know like that, that's so cynical and, i love and that's, it but that's human perception like you know that's so fucked and hilarious <laughs> and completely believable yeah but you know keep them drunk and happy man but it's just human yeah. perception it's like what are we actually getting out of this? Like, right. what do we actually enjoy? Like, we don't do things purely logical. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, marketing is not a, even about needs anymore. It's almost exclusively about wants now. But right. it, it disguises them as needs. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, is it logical for anybody ever to buy a Ferrari? <laughs> like, logically. No. <laughs> is there unless, ever... Unless they're racing, I guess. That's, unless that's they're the only racing. reason. Yeah. yeah. If you're a street racer, maybe. That's about yeah. it. Other than that, there's no logical reason that you could, like, economically justify it. Unless you really put a high value on it? a hot poon. I was going to say, man. <laughs> that's not necessarily That's logical, not logical, though. <laughs> that's entirely libido-based. That's subjective, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. Right. Uh, also, yeah. that's why I have Mustangs. Oh, it works for you, man. It's not financial. It's not logical. But I like it. It works. <laughs> But it is effective. (laughs) And you finally got a girlfriend. Yep, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Yeah, well said. Scary. Is it scary? Are you scared? Well, are you scared? (laughs) (laughs) Are you scared? Brett is like, oh wait, I mean, no. Um, I'm scared about the future of marketing, the future of capitalism, the future of science. Uh, All of it. Everything (laughs) was just I used to be. Then I started taking shrooms regularly. I'm a lot more calm now. Are you scared or are you just fatalistic? I think you're just a fatalistic person. Uh, you mean about like just marketing the future of yeah everything? everything he, he doesn't just, seem scared. He just seems super cynical metal and fatalistic. Fact about it, yeah. Jaded, jaded, yeah. I think it's just fucking interesting. Like I, I don't know if there's any, per, I don't know if there's any point of being scared about what is. Okay, you know? that's good. Like, not, not if you can't do anything about you, it. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh, what the the serenity prayer or whatever god grant me the serenity to accept the things i can't change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference 
That's right. <laughs> That's I like funny. how you recite the AA mantra and then take a sip from your flask. <laughs> and doesn't share. Hey, you're welcome to have some. What is it? Hennessy. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll take some of that. Thank you. Yeah, but that's kind of the thing. It's mm. like, and I and I've I read a quote from somebody that just said, if you if there's something that you're terrified about, if you worry about it, and, or and you know it's gonna happen, if you worry about it before it happens, it's like it happened twice. Oh shit! Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. then right when it happens, you have to worry about it and deal with it, and before it even happened, you were worrying about it and dealing with it. Like just let it happen. And it uses up as much or more energy. Right. Damn. Yeah. I like that. It's hard though, right? When there's anxiety staring over your shoulder. Oh man! When you've got that, you've got that speaker behind your head and the microphones in front of your face the whole time you're walking around experiencing life. Anxiety's a bitch. Do you do you guys have that thing where I I have this sometimes where I kind of view my decisions through the lens of me making them like looking back as if I were like 80 years old looking back Hmm. in a memory. Nope, I am not that. I am not that good at looking into the future. I don't think I am either. I just mean that, like, I feel like I I look through the lens of, like, is this something that's really going to fucking matter whenever I'm, like, 80 and looking back? Like, I does this decision, like, if I, if hmm. I were looking back on my fucking deathbed, would I be like, man, I really wish I had made that decision differently whenever I was 28 years old and I fucking wish I... I guess I have thought about that financially. Like, I got really obsessed and, and anxious about, you know, retirement and having enough money in the future for a while. And then I kind of just got over it, I guess. I made some decisions, put some things into place, and then kind of stopped worrying about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I did in that way. You went totally yeah. minimalist. You're like, oh, he literally sold his mattress and yeah, that was air mattress. And then it fucked up my back. And he's just like, oh, I'm taking money. I'm down, yeah. I'm down. So then he's like walking like a cripple. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be sustainable. Whatever yeah, the yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I went a little overboard, but um, I... I'm sure yeah. it taught you a lot about yourself, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's good to go through that, though. It definitely taught me not to live with an asshole old woman who's got two dogs that are horribly trained and... Oh god! That on the bitch. ground. <laughs> that was a landlady that I lived with for like less than a month. She was that bad. But Jesus. anyway, but it was cheap. Oh yeah, it was cheap. So, <laughs> so it was totally worth it. It, See, it saved okay. me nothing because I ended up having to pay two deposits. I didn't even get my deposit back from that bitch. Have you ever heard it. of small claims court? No, it's not worth it for three hundred dollars. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of tiny claims court? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tiny claims. Should have taken her to Judge Judy. You just do what I do and just like start breaking stuff until you feel like your value's gotten yeah. back. Not worth the trouble. Uh, that's okay. That's not bad. Kill, yeah. Kidnap her dog, throw it in the yeah. river. Yeah. Just kidding, people. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I don't think dogs are people, but I wouldn't kill them either. So. Are they corporations though? Dogs? Just kidding. <laughs> just I, I would totally throw a corporation in the river. Yeah, <laughs> you would if you could. Yeah, if I could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I, no, I did, I definitely make decisions based on my future and and look at it that way. But unfortunately, I'm just a conservative prick in my future. So how I make decisions is like, ooh, in a box, stay in the box, ooh, and that's scary. Or you know, it's really scary. Yeah. When you're 80, the box will be gone. There will not be the box that you knew. Yeah, that you thought you knew. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So they're gonna ban boxes like they ban bags. That's right. <laughs> I'm just always trying to get a straw, bro. Yeah. Y'all yeah, we all know the, the straw ban. Yeah, except that people just give you straws still. Like. Yeah. Did you guys read that uh, uh, Gavin Newsom just signed a bill to make free abortions within universities in California? Jesus okay. Christ. Good. Why is that good? 
Good. Are you kidding me? The fucking idiots going to universities in California. We really want them reproducing. You really want to pay for it? I don't care. It's cheaper than raising than paying for their child for the rest of my life. Why would we have to pay for their child? Because their parents are fucking stupid. One out of four people in a uh, home. Who do you think is getting abortions in college? We're the biggest. uh, We have the biggest uh, welfare state in the union. Who who do you think is getting abortions in college? It's not married women who want to have kids. It's women who are not going to be able to take care of those kids. So who's going to take care of them? Believe in marriage. There's going to be a child. Well, people people in college who accidentally get pregnant. They're not, they're not doing it because they're going to get married and then have a wonderful life. Yeah. I mean, how, I, how, how many shotgun marriages end in divorce? Okay, so... I'm just saying it's better okay, to prevent a miserable is... life than it is to force a miserable life into existence. I agree with that. So it's better to just kill them. Yes. They're know. not people. They're, so, they're bundles of cells. It's, we're all bundles of cells. I know. If, if I'd been aborted, I wouldn't be mad about it. Well, you, you wouldn't be no. anything. Exactly. Okay. So then why are we so supposed to So it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. But if I were to kill you right now, you wouldn't know because you'd be dead. I'm not just a... Yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad about it. So it's not really like would. a good like justification. Can you wait till he's on a university though? It yeah, is I'll like wait. a justification. <laughs> it is like a justification because I'm a person and a bundle of cells in a woman's body's not. Right. Based on how we define it, based on yeah. how we define it, but it's, yeah, it's, it's all based it's, on how it's we arbitrary. It. In in a that kind of goes back to like the human perception thing. How do we define reality? Is based on <clears throat> our perception of it. Um. Yeah, that's true. And my perception is that, what is it called when it's just like five cell when the the egg and the uter and the sperm first meet? Like a zygote. Yeah. I, my something? perception is that a zygote is not a human. My perception is that a human isn't a human until it actually attains consciousness which happens at some point after after leaving the woman's body but then it's still okay to, it's okay to kill it because it doesn't have consciousness yeah you're saying. but I how many eat, things don't I have eat consciousness beef, lots of things i eat beef i eat pork i eat chicken those probably do have consciousness a limited form of it but i mean let's be realistic here People have been, so this is not going to be a popular opinion, but infanticide was extremely common until like a hundred years ago. It's still common in some parts of the world. Yeah. It's better to live in misery than it is to maybe wait and then bring a life into the world when you can provide for it better. Just because we can have a kid doesn't mean we have to. I, I would say that that's true, but I feel like, so it's kind of like an artificial, it's kind of like artificially propping up or we, we're manipulating human behavior based on that decision. So by no, allowing just allowing... people to get out of a decision, right. we're manipulating a human behavior. So, so you're saying that we should always force people to bear the consequences of their actions no matter what? Do you think we shouldn't? Yeah. There's lots of times. that I mean, I don't know if we shouldn't or not, but we don't. So, so we should make a habit of making society re- uh, responsible for the decisions of the individual. What do you mean? How is society responsible? For mean because we paid to provide an abortion? Well, you're you're asking should we hold everyone accountable for their decisions? I, I mean, yes. maybe we should, but yeah. we don't. So why and are I we think, different? Why is it different in this yeah. case? We don't hold corporations responsible for their Not actions. People? Yeah, they're made of people. Made of people. We don't hold the people that make those decisions for those corporations responsible for their actions. We just let make them. They break laws. Yeah, they settle for money out of court. It's not a real consequence. They're still rich. Still rich as fuck. I think that's a consequence of little injustice. It hurt more people than it hurt more people than a bundle of cells when Wall Street collapsed and the entire world economy collapsed with it. 
people committed suicide, people lost their retirements, people lost their jobs. Those people weren't held responsible, weren't held, held accountable. But a girl makes a stupid mistake, accidentally gets pregnant, isn't ready to have a kid, will probably end up, I don't know, abandoning it or giving it up for adoption or raising it in poverty. And so we're going to force her to do that because she made a mistake. We're going to force a life of misery on her child and on her because she made a mistake. Not only no, the fact, not, not to mention it. the fact we're that, not, forcing it. not to mention the fact that people in America regularly lie about contraception and try to prevent it from being accessible to women. In what instance is that? There's fucking condoms on You every, have to be 18 I mean, to get the morning seen. after pill. Christians always lie about the effectiveness of condoms. They try to teach abstinence instead of teaching people how to actually have safe sex. There's tons of examples. So instead of teaching people how to responsibly have sex, we're going to make them have a baby after we make them make the mistake we didn't teach them how to avoid. It's I don't think we're fucked up and stupid. We are. We're making them have a baby if we don't pay for their abortions. We're making them have sex to begin with? No. Okay. So whenever anybody has sex, they should have a baby? No. No. No, they they have the. We're making them be eighteen to take the morning to after have pill. Safe sex at any point. I don't necessarily agree with that. We're making them be eighteen to get the morning after pill. We're making them have to see a doctor to to take the morning after pill. We're making them, you know, have to do all sorts of crazy shit to get contraceptives in some cases, like the South, for example. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that you can go to Planned Parenthood and get that at any time. Yeah, which Republicans are doing their best to shut down <sighs> because of the abortion portion. I don't think that there's any issue with. I don't think of... so. I think that Republicans just don't want people to have sex. Period. Unless they're, I don't know, married or something. I don't. I don't know why. Why don't why don't Republicans want people to have sex? I don't know. It's a weird religious thing. I don't know. Don't I, you think I, that I really our resources think... would be better spent on teaching people how to have safe sex than on preventing abortions? Yeah, I would agree, and also on not doing abortions. Like, if what? People, why don't okay, you people want never abortions? want to have an abortion? They're never like, yes, I get to have an abortion day. They're like, fuck, like this fucked up situation and it's the yeah. lesser of two evils an abortion is yes right exactly right yes so it's the lesser of two evils it's not like yeah. people are like yes you know what i want to do today i want to go out like no you know what i mean like I people aren't like overjoyed like like it's not oh, a I fun know. activity to go get an abortion i know you know so like why why don't we focus on improving the aspects that lead to that situation occurring absolutely we should but we're yes. not so in the meantime, that's my, that's my in the meantime, let's not force people to live with the consequences of the mistake that we lied to them to get them there and that we actually withheld resources from them that would have helped prevent them from getting pregnant in the first place. So you're going to have entirely free abortions? Sure. At colleges. What we pay for people's fucking boner pills. I hope I don't. You do. You think you think that social you you think that Medicare doesn't pay for boner pills? I guarantee you it does. Okay, well I don't really believe in Medicare either. But it's a thing that's happening right now. Well, I mean you can't really hold me accountable for things I don't agree with. Sure, I can. It's all of our money, right? I guess. If you don't want to pay for boner pills, for the I mean I don't want to pay bullet that went off that killed a you know person in exactly. I don't want to pay for regime change wars and bombing the shit out of the entire planet, but I don't really have a choice in where my tax dollars go. I still pay my taxes, but you should. I know I should, but I don't. Okay, so the point is though, on this specific issue, Uh agreeing or disagreeing with allowing free abortions, okay, at at the college, 
Okay. Regardless of like what the other aspects of it are, or you know, outside of the issue, is if you give somebody something for free, kind of like with the like I knew actually my first girlfriend, she straight up used abortions as birth control. Yeah, that's fucked up. She wholeheartedly knew. Okay, so let's go ahead and take out her uterus. How's that for a controversial idea? Go back to your point. What? Educate her. Uh, people like she that. Knew. She probably she knew. knew. She knew. She just give up on she it? Knew. I mean, condoms don't feel good. But, you know, there's... I just I just don't... I don't agree with the, um, abortions. Like, first of all, colleges are not that state that government funded. It's usually funded by the state and the states are slashing their government their education budgets like left and right. Like I don't even know how much of colleges in California are funded by the government in taxes based on their tuition, not much. So, I mean, how much of that actually is public money? Right. So right, but then how much is that going to increase the tuition costs? Oh, I don't think it's going to increase that much. I mean, how many people so get abortions? How many more would get abortions if they were entirely free? I don't think that it's an issue of supply and demand. I don't think it's... I think that if you know... But you said you people always... aren't looking to get an abortion. They're not being like, oh, you know what? Now that abortions are free, I'm going to go get pregnant as often as I fucking can because it's free. No, but it's more like a... I like the fucking It's can. more like a, I don't have to worry about it so much. I don't right. Have they to don't have to worry about the it consequences now. consequences don't exist so bad. You are... They're still there. Like, it fucking sucks. But it's like... If I do fuck up, like, if it doesn't work, whatever, like, if he doesn't pull out, like, he says he can pull out, like, but if he can't pull out... But he's not out, going to, and a pull-out method's not effective. I have right. a friend who have, who's, like, three times proved that, that that was the case. Okay. I feel like the people that say that the pull-out method don't work, it they're, doesn't. like, coming a little bit, and then they're like, oh, pull out. Like, you gotta pull out before, you know? You gotta, like... No, dude, did you hear about the girl... Like, how would it get her pregnant? Did you hear about the girl that blew her boyfriend, swallowed his load, got stabbed, and became pregnant? She didn't have a vagina. But she got pregnant. What the fuck? It's a real story. What? What the fuck? No, I'm not. I'm not lying. <laughs> I want to see this story. No, back to science. <laughs> but anyway, We're in science. Yeah, how's okay, that for a distraction from one, the issue? Give her an abortion. Yeah, let her let her get one. You know, like uh, uh, give her. I just or, or, or. I don't think that. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have a safety net to fall back on. If you if you could get pregnant. Wouldn't you be, like, kind of relieved to realize that you wouldn't have to go through with it? Because it's not just a nine-month commitment when you have a baby. It's a fucking lifelong commitment. And you know what? I've been horny before. I made really fucking stupid choices when I was really horny. And you know what? Women are just as horny as guys are. Yeah, but guess what? For me, it is still a lifelong decision if the chick decides to have an abortion or not. And, it, and for me, it's not fucking up to me. I know. If I get a chick pregnant, she's going to go, I want the kid and you have to pay for it. Right. So but wouldn't you I, rather I no wouldn't you rather whatsoever. that she not have the kid? So wouldn't having free abortions like benefit you? Uh I don't know. I haven't ever gotten a chick pregnant that I didn't Okay. Whenever I didn't want to. But I, I just mean that like the only reason why it would only be the girl's issue is if the guy was a fucking scumbag to begin with. I mean, you know, guys, like the guy should be there. Oh, come on. Are you serious? You think that every pregnancy, the guy should be there and they should get married and live happily ever after and take care of the kid and it's all going to work out? Do you know how many should, babies yeah. are raised should. in that situation that have fucked up childhoods well, no. and lives for the rest of their lives? Lots. They should. Yeah, but it's the not going to happen. Should. I know. It's not going to happen, but it should. So let's go ahead and allow the woman to terminate the pregnancy that she never wanted and that the guy never wanted, most likely. 
and just pay for it and say, you know what, I'd rather that the taxpayers pay $300 now than pay for this kid's education for his whole life, pay right. for Chip, pay for his health insurance because his mom is single and poor and can't, and has to pay for his childcare if that's a thing and then have to pay for his um, welfare if he become or his you know criminal life if he becomes a criminal because kids that are raised by single parents are way more likely to end up in jail and so on and so on and so on wouldn't you rather just pay three hundred dollars now talk just think of it as an ROI yeah but the statistics life on is not ROI though and that's the oh worst I thing. agree but I don't think that an, a bundle of cells inside a woman's um, uterus is a human life and a lot of people don't sure a, a yeah. lot of people don't yeah okay so I that's mean, fine yeah so okay so let me give you a, an entirely hypothetical okay. and, and this doesn't necessarily this is not necessarily what i believe either but i okay. think it's an interesting thought experiment sure yeah let's do it so kind of like based on the economics of like i guess supply and demand to be a little crude but so imagine all birth control is now illegal illegal There's absolutely no birth control okay Again, not what I'm saying I believe. I'm just saying as a hypothetical. Okay. There's absolutely no birth control whatsoever and no abortions. Okay. So every time a woman gets pregnant or has sex, uh -huh. there's the potential for them to get pregnant. In, in, right. in every okay. instance, you know. So that's basically like most of human history, really. I right. Mean, like most of human history. Right. Okay. So then because of that, there's a huge amount of pressure for women to choose the right sort of men to entertain, to have sex with, to get pregnant to, by, to get pregnant by. Mm -hmm. It causes them to have to be extremely selective with their partner. Which is nature. That's what I've been, we're supposed to spread our seed and the women are supposed to be selective. Right. Well, the guys are like, whatever, give me whoever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's like, like, that's like, that's we spread our seed yeah. and the women are supposed to be say, but, yeah, you're but, but women, okay. but women are the sexual selectors. That's right. how it, that's what I'm saying. It, you Agreed. know, like that's the way it should be. That's the way that it is. They they are choosing the genes that get passed to the next generation. Right. Okay. Right. So because they now have to be much more selective because there's always now a chance that whoever they have sex with, they're gonna have to deal with forever, or the rest of their life, or the rest of their kid, right. or whatever. So they now start becoming much much more selective with who they have sex with. Okay. Now because of that. Men have to live up to much, much higher expectations on them and okay. behavior, and they have to improve themselves in order to be worthwhile okay. of causing a woman to be able to trust them okay. or, or have belief in them that even if, worst case scenario, you did get pregnant, you're going to still stick around. You know, not just okay. like some scumbag that you met, you know? Okay. It's going to be somebody Not a, a one-night stand that right. results in a pregnancy. Right, Okay. So... So now the bar for sexual selection is much higher. And now, bam, uh, evolution and sexual selection re begins again. And there's less scumbags in the fucking world. That sounds like a nice dream. See, I take it, yeah. I just, <laughs> what I just heard is, this is why we've come to the point where we boast people drive Ferraris, but they're really broke. Like, the lies and the perpetual lies and the boasting and the... You know, just become that much more. Oh yeah, it's birds of paradise and their giant like weird feathers and shit. Yeah. So he, yeah, so hu in nature the males are always the beautiful ones. Right. With the crazy like, displays. Hey, hey, oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. 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 So so that and that's like a fundamental fundamental part of humanity and of nature is. Right. As an aside, just an interesting note. Um, 
women tend to marry the safe guy and cheat on him with the exciting guy and have the exciting guy's babies. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. It's like 30%. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I bet way more um, men are raising other men's children than, than we think. That yeah. seems, oh, that's, see, that's what the research suggests. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's just so to your point. Yeah, interesting what, aside. what you just said though, like going with what I said, don't you agree with what you said? Kind of lines with what I said, like everything you just put forth. I mean, well, I right. like the it's, idea it's, of that cre- whole scenario. It, it, it creates why men lie to women. <laughs> right. Okay. So, but here, here's and here's the whole point. Here's the whole point: is that sexual selection is the driving force of change in genetics, in society, in yeah. behavior. Because men have always, even in the fucking Bible, the the apple was the woman getting the man yeah. to make like even He's in like, the Bible. Fuck, if I don't go with her, I'm not gonna get any more poo. Right, I better like, eat that apple. Right, like <laughs> okay, I'll do it, and immediately he becomes self conscious. Uh-huh. Right, like this is like in all religion, all beliefs, like women are the sexual selector, and men are like impressing the women right, or yeah. like trying to attract them and as many as they can. Like that's just how kind of it works. Yeah. So we're, we've changed that paradigm, which I think is almost as big of a paradigm shift as like the internet to say that now there's no, the idea of sexual selection is much reduced. Women can have sex with as many men, men can have sex with as many women. Okay. And so the, the paradigm of what's built into our genetic code and, and like who we are as a species is based around that paradigm. Like we talked about like adult rights of adulthood and things like that. Like right. It's as fundamental as that to okay. like choosing a partner. Right. So we've trivialized that whole point of choosing a partner. And now it's like, well, we, we try around with different partners. We, you know, like, if, if, if we make a bad decision, we can cancel it out. If we, right. So it, it trivializes the importance of making those decisions. Right. So it trivializes that huge portion of our psyche, of our genetic drive. Like, our genetic drive is to find a good partner. Okay. So if we're trivializing a large portion of that by, you know, trivializing the seriousness of those situations, I think we trivialize who we by are. By making abortions too easy in this example, in this situation, is what you're talking about? Is what right. you're getting at? Well, I think, I, I wouldn't say that it's just simply that. Like, I, I feel like maybe as you're a culture talking as about a whole, is, uh, okay. we don't take it as seriously. Like, like... We're not we just like finding to. somebody to fool around with. Well, it goes back like to this is a very important aspect of our species is finding somebody that's a partner, but it's trivialized. Um, I don't know what I the answer f- is. Maybe, but if if it is trivialized, it's been like that for as far as human recorded history. I mean, Romeo and Juliet. You know, back in medieval back in medieval times, whenever that was. I mean, that was based on how teenagers actually are. I'm sure teenagers were horny as fuck and wanted to stick it in a warm hole. They didn't they weren't trying to make a baby. They just knew I really want to put my penis in this girl right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make a baby. I just I can't almost can't control it. Well, guys were that way. Yeah. 100% through all history. Right. Always, and like all women yeah. allowed it. They didn't necessarily think, "Oh, well, I'm well, maybe they did. Fuck. I'm 14. <laughs> it's time to have a baby. Maybe they did." But that's all the I I doubt. It. I mean, I just think that you're it was still I think, I think you're oversimplifying, like, so of course, dramatically it's kind of hard oversimplifying. To, it's kind of hard to, like, go in-depth yeah, with, yeah. with it. No, but I, I just mean that it's such an important part of choosing... We're choosing the next generation of who exists yeah. every oh, time. Oh, absolutely. When there's, when there's a partnership of the next generation, we're going to have kids or whatever, 
that's choosing literally the next generation of species to carry on Agreed. into the future for all eternity. There's going to be a line where it was all of our decisions of the people that marriage? exist now. Okay. Do you believe in marriage? Is like from like the religious side or like from the overall? I, I, don't answer it. It's a trap. I, I I believe that it has value to a certain extent. I don't think that it's like as. I feel like it's something that we have. Dude, his girlfriend is listening. <laughs> I feel like we have applied <laughs> religious value to Black it, but I feel like it's something that had more utilitarian necessity originally, like it, well, a way of connecting well, that's, that's and saying. sticking around. Everything I think what you just put forth is all utilitarian. Right. Now, exactly. Uh, you know what I mean. And we get, and we go. Everyone's, we go. We're smart. Our Here society right now in America, everyone's liberated, employable, and doing what they want based on sexual freedom. The pill, abortions, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's just so liberated. They're not connected to anything, or to have that natural. We don't need to go back to our biological wants anymore, or needs, I guess you'd say. And that's bad. Question mark. We don't need to go back to our biological needs anymore. Yeah. I mean, because they're all so like, as in food specifically, is what I'm thinking. Like, we food, don't have to worry about food at all. Natural selecting, sex drive, sex drive, all these things. It's true. There's are sex being robots. St- stifled now because we don't have that. Or porn. Porn is a big, big thing that I think is a negative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what you. Everything you just mentioned is exactly like where we are today and why we don't need one another anymore. Right. Well, it's, it's look like at a, Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, They're, they have an aging so population and almost none of their young people are getting married. They can go to a cafe and pay for, well, women can go to a cafe and pay for a guy to hang out with them like a boyfriend and then they go home and focus on their career. Guys do the same. They go to the maid cafe. Like no young people want to get married anymore and have kids. And Right, because we're like short-circuiting those like inbuilt drives Right. based on like, Who yeah, we, we found a solution to like the drive, but not the actual answer of why that was there to begin with. Right. Yeah. It's um the whole the whole issue of what do you call it? Um, uh, forget. It's what science does, where they basically like take it to the most basic unit. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking you know, about. I can't but, remember yeah. the word, but yeah, I mean, we're we're basically we think that the answer to everything is to divide it down to its most basic component, figure out what that component is, and then fix that component, right. and it'll fix everything. But right. what we're doing is we're like pushing one button on a whole panel full of buttons. Yeah. And we're right. like, oh, this is the companionship button. Let's just flip that switch off. Right, right. And, like, completely like, ignoring what it does to the rest of the machine. Yeah. Right, so. like, like our sexual impulses were the vehicle with which our genes forced us to want to be with someone and replicate. Right. Mm-hmm. It didn't... If it could get us to do that without having it where it felt really fucking good to do that certain action, it probably would. It would probably just have a way of making us be driven towards doing the behavior it wants for survival. Well, I've thought but, about that before. Like, if sex didn't feel so fucking amazing, it would be fucking disgusting and no one would do it. Right, right. So it had like, to be... Like, a warm, gooey, smelly hole. If it didn't feel good, guys would not put their dicks in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would just be weird and awkward and strange. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So that's the thing, and that's the reason why our brain has that in it, is to force us to do a certain behavior for survival. But but we are taking that very tiny action away from the whole, 
mm-hmm. and going, well, we can solve that through porn. We can solve that through... Oh, yeah. I don't like, need sex anymore because I can like, jerk off to any hot woman I could imagine. Right. Or, or oh, we, we can, can capitalize solve... upon it again? Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, or, I can, that, yeah. or I can buy a pocket pussy that's shaped after that porn star I like's actual vagina. Right. Or I can go buy a, a $5,000 robot in Japan that looks pretty real and feels pretty real, and then I don't have to deal with the opposite sex or worry about pregnancy. Right. And it, yeah. it turns out Mine's that... Mine's coming out on Tuesday. <laughs> but I mean, um, going back to what you said earlier, aren't those the kinds of people you don't want reproducing anyway? This is I the... think everybody's susceptible to having their yeah, own genetic true. drives short, short-circuited. I think some people are more, you know, and maybe but... we don't want those people to reproduce? I think that would see. I mean, if you think about it in a back to capitalism, I mean, that's kind of yeah. kind of a capitalistic mentality. Yeah. If they were meant to reproduce, they would. In and... in a natural situation, right. but this is not natural. It's it's way beyond what our our survival yeah. whatever has. We're actually short circuiting oh, yeah. our survival I know. mechanism. It's crazy. Right. So like, no, we we're not prepared to deal with it. If it was like a natural situation. Like, well, that person died because he couldn't outrun that fucking tiger or whatever. But what is a natural situation? I mean, we're humans. What we do is natural. Even man-made artificial is actually technically natural. It's all made out of elements. It's all made out of chemicals. It's I guess all made more, out of atoms. Yeah, and I've made, I've made this I mean, that's semantics, friends before. But... Yeah, but it's more so the, the environment to which your genes and instincts and code has evolved within. Like, our, our instincts... Are driving us to make bad decisions because the environment we live in is That's not dramatically the, changed, dramatically different yeah, than very true anything we've ever. So whenever I say natural, yeah, like you know, yeah. it all comes from nature unless we're like synthesizing something from a different dimension yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. All but, right. So yeah, it's like um, everything we invent these days seems to be some way to like trigger our brain's pleasure center to release like, right endlessly. Right, and we're just short circuiting ourselves yeah. instead of putting in actual work and whatever to actually attain. Which is where spirituality comes back into play. And it's meaning. really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. weed. Is that it, you said? Well, and weed, but in meaning. Oh, I thought you said and weed. I was and like, weed. yeah, yeah, and, weed. yeah. <laughs> and meaning. Yes. Yeah. And meaning, Ful- yeah. Life of fulfillment. Yeah, you know, um, that's one of the things I was complaining about to Brennan talking about that uh, that TED talk he had on. All, all Ted's evolved into, devolved into, is just a bunch of fucking snake oil salesmen peddling easy answers, just like every other fucking popular platform. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I'm over Ted. Not yeah. like all the disinformation that they, the misinformation they spread, and just right. the, There's the, the Ted easy talk answers. And the mini Ted talks, yeah, and then it's, the, it's all bullshit. The Ted regional talks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, every just like everything else, it's lost its uh, integrity. Right. So. Yeah. Right, be, because we tend to put value on something based on how difficult it is. So, like, if it's really easy to get on a TED Talk, then all every single new TED Talk is, in a little bit, devaluing yep. all of the previous TED Talks. Yeah. You know? If it's really easy to get laid, every in every marginal time that you get laid by a different less person satisfying. you're marginally decreasing the satisfaction you got because you're making it an easier activity to partake in Ooh, you're talking about utilitarianism now yeah. damn mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and uh that's the thing is in our society we have determined that money can replace effort and so we think that that's the answer to our all of our problems is by well, all the stuff that's hard, let's just 
buy it instead, and then we wonder why we have these empty, meaningless lives. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, well, I think that's a good note to end this on. We've been yapping for an hour and a half. All right. Good job, guys. Yeah, thank you. Very good. All right, everybody. Um, see you next week. <laughs>